What's going on, everybody? I want to welcome you to the Chasing Pro Podcast, where we ask creatives, entrepreneurs, and service people one simple question, which is, what does it look like to chase their pro in their industry? And today, we're going to talk about uh, three things that parents can do to support their young athletes. Uh, I get this question all the time. Coach, what can I do or what do I have to do to help my kid get to the next level? And I always tell parents these three simple steps. Here they are. Step number one, it sounds kind of biased, but I recommend getting a trainer. Yes, a personal trainer, a trainer that knows about anatomy, physiology, fitness. Get a trainer that understands basketball. Uh, Get a trainer that knows how to teach lessons to kids on a level that they can understand. Uh, I also recommend getting a a trainer that can uh, not only teach how to score but teach the game itself and how it relates to life like these things matter and the kids that are actively hiring a trainer are the kids that are actually uh, rising to the cream of the crop in their sports Um, it's just the fact that kids are specializing in training at an earlier age and the kids that don't they just naturally play outside and things like that are a step behind in, in the sense of skills development. So if you want to support your athlete, I'm not saying this because I'm a trainer. This is very unbiased, but I highly recommend the first step is to find a trainer, not just any trainer, not just your cousin that has a basketball, but somebody that understands the game, that can teach it in a way that, that the kids understand it, that teaches more than just scoring, but also how to play and a, a person that can use teachable moments to teach about life skills. So that's number one. Number two, uh, this this may go over some people's heads, but, but it's so true. Uh, understand that you have to reinforce those lessons at home. That's the number two thing. Reinforce what the trainer is teaching at home. It's almost like homework, like you have to work on these same principles outside of your one hour or hour and a half or two hour training session. Yes, we can do all that we can do in that small time, but bad habits are easily formed if they're not constantly being worked on at home. So if that means if I teach uh, a particular uh, way to shoot a basketball, then I need the parents to know how I teach it, understand it themselves, and course correct when they see their kid not doing the proper technique. That for me helps the next time I see that that kid, I'm not backtracking trying to correct bad form and bad habits. And it just makes the session uh, easier for both of us because we're moving past certain checkpoints. But if I have to constantly stop, constantly repeat certain teachings because you're not working on it throughout the week, then it takes up a lot of time. It's frustrating and it it just doesn't help in the long run. That's number two. And this is probably the most important part out of all of the three. Parents need to understand that they are just kids. No one is going to the NBA today. Okay. Like I started playing basketball at 14 and I didn't have a trainer until I got older. They have time. If they're in elementary and middle school, like allow them to still be kids. Yes, get them trained, specialized, sure. Let them be a general athlete, sure. 
but understand that they're not going to be in the NBA tomorrow. So you can relax a little bit. You can take the load off and just let the kids enjoy themselves. Let them enjoy the sport or the sports that we love, that we grew up uh, with, that got us out of trouble, that became uh, these people became our lifelong friends. These coaches became our mentors. Like let them have those experiences and not make it a business so soon, because when they get into high school and college and and possibly pro, like it's nothing but a business at that point. And they it takes the fun out of it sometimes. Take take it from me by experience. Like there are times when I'm training or I'm playing and it's not fun because it's work. And you got to understand that like you, we don't want to drown kids with work and school when they're only in the third grade. It's not that serious, okay? And I know we have aspirations for our kids, and I know we want them to be successful, but we have to remember that there's a time and a place for certain type of pressure, right? Pressure too early can destroy certain things, right? Pressure has its proper place. A diamond is refined, it's put in fire, then it's ha- then pressure is applied, and then it's cut. It's not uh, uh, the other way around. You have to have the proper timing certain types of pressure and at eight years old is not the time to to force them into specializing when they barely can write their name in cursive or 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 at all so just remember that relax quick recap number one get your kid a trainer as soon as possible if you need help with that you can also go to my website at www.trainedbyjeff.com trainedbyjeff.com. You can hire me, you can hire one of my team members, and we can train your kid. Or you can look on Google and find different trainers and Instagram and just surf around to see what kind of style they have, if they teach life lessons, like things like that, so that you can make the, the proper choice. Number two, you have to reinforce the lessons at home. So if the coach gives homework or the trainer gives homework, you have to take that stuff home and actively work on it. Whether it's 10 minutes here, five minutes here, like the kid would appreciate it because you're spending intentional time with them. And then I would appreciate it or the coach would appreciate it the next time they see the kid and they actually worked on their game. That is so important. And and it's part of the developmental process for kids. It's huge. And last but not least, relax, mom, dad, uncle, auntie, grandma, grandpa, like relax. The kid is young. They have time that's on their side. That's their ally. Don't force them too soon and burn them out. And uh, they grow up resenting you or resenting the sport itself. Let them have fun because sports is a fun institution. And it's one of the most powerful institutions in the world. Ronald Bradstock, a former Olympic athlete, said this. He said, sports and art are two um, two elements or two institutions that can cross boundaries, cultures, languages, and barriers throughout the entire world, right? Meaning it doesn't matter where you go in the world. You can't, you won't even have to speak the same language as the people native to that area. But if you take a basketball, there's somebody that's going to understand you and play basketball as well. And you can connect with that person, not even knowing a thing that they're saying. It's just, the intimacy of the game and it's pure and it's, it's supposed to be fun because it connects us but don't use basketball as a tool 
to beat certain things over your kids' heads and don't use it as a tool to push them away from you, okay? That's my advice. That's my lesson for today. Those are the three ways that you can be a very supportive parent. I hope that you take those lessons and apply it to your life and to the lives of your kids. This is Jeffrey Darnell Johnson, Jr., and I am out. Talk to you soon.